welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes. And yesterday, I forgot with the holiday weekend that yesterday was Monday. We were celebrating the 4th of July and we had a lot of different things going on. So um, I completely forgot to say there wasn't an episode yesterday. So I decided I was going to record something today. Um, Yes, this weekend I was talking with a friend of mine and we were talking about all the things we try to do and all the things we try to get done and and sometimes we just feel like there's no space left for ourselves. We feel like there's all these pots of water boiling over and we're trying to get the lids on them, we're trying to turn down the heat, we're trying to turn down the pressure cooker and sometimes we need to step back and realize that we can't put all the lids on the pots. That all we can do is turn down the stove and kind of step back. And I think that's something I've really had to learn is how to step back from um, pressure cooker situations or how to step back from um, emotionally charged place and realize what's going on and kind of give myself that space to think. I think sometimes we have a hard time looking at things objectively and we are so emotional or we're feeling so many things all at once or we've had a bad day at work or, you know, we're dealing with so many different things all at once that we don't know how to step back. We don't know how to like kind of turn down the stove, walk away and just let the water settle get it to stop boiling and let things settle. And I am so guilty of doing this. And recently, um, I'll give you an example of a pressure cooker situation. My stepdaughter who's 16, um, recently just said that she is getting a tattoo this week. Um, the mom did not say anything to us. Obviously my spouse, her father was very upset by this. She's 16. Um, what does she know about life? What does she know about tattoos? You know, you can go into overdrive in some situations like this, um, where you're completely blindsided, completely unprepared, um, and feeling like you just don't know what's really going on with your child because you expect the other parent to give you a heads up, to have a conversation with you, to say, hey, this is what she wants to do. Can we discuss this? There was no discussion had. And I had to tell my husband several times, hey, step back, pull yourself back. Let's be objective here. Don't answer the text message right away. Pull yourself away and remember what you were like at 16 remember what your thinking and your thought process was. It was not, I'm going to be covered with tattoos by the time I'm 18. It's, it's a completely different mindset. At 16, you kind of want what you want when you want. Um, and that's the way it goes. Um, it, it was one of those shocking moments, but it's one of those things that was also, I felt like a good learning moment or a good teaching moment for both of us to pull back and remember what it's like to be 16 and to think that you know things, to think that you understand things. Um, You are in a place in life where you're learning how to drive or, you know, you already have your license maybe and 
it's just a very different time in your life because you feel like you're grown up yet you're not at the same time and it's one of those things where as parents you kind of have to have this balancing act where it's um I don't even know how to describe it. You have to try to understand where your child's coming from, but you also have to guide them at the same time, but not overdo it or try to control them so much because then it can come back that they're not telling you anything and you want the ability for your kids to share. Um, So it was one of those good moments where I had to tell him, hey, pull back, remember what it's like to be 16. And it reminds me of a lot of situations in life in general, where we come from such an emotionally charged place um, that all the pots are boiling, like we're really aggravated and frustrated and we want everybody to just stop and cooperate with us. And maybe we want to go running for the hills because there are so many things going on in our lives and we just feel like nothing's going to go right and we just want to maybe go to our bitch barn or she shed and we just want to sit there and we just want to chill out or you know if guys have their man cave or whatever um it's one of those things that we have to really learn as we get older and mature is to pull back and I'm not going to say that I pull back from every situation um like I should because it's really easy to come from that emotionally charged place. It's really easy to um, lash out or say a bunch of things in a text. And I think that's where texting can get us in trouble um, because it's really quick response, right? Emails are very quick responses versus you have to take the time, dial the phone back in the day, wait for it to ring, wait for the other person to pick up. Like you had those moments of pause, pausing and really just saying, you know, all right, I'm going to take some deep breaths here. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to yell once we get on the phone. Um, so, I mean, it's, It's an interesting dynamic now with texting and email because we can respond so quickly to things and we can come from a really harsh place because we're not stepping back. We're not taking the emotion out of it. And something else, you know, I saw this week or I should say this weekend is during my family reunion, I saw some of my family members still coming from an emotionally charged place regarding a divorce. And I have talked about this before, that um, sometimes people don't let go of that anger, that bitterness, being upset with the person that they parted ways with, that they still come from this charged place, you know, 5, 10, 15 years later, whatever it is. And you have to work and you have to grow and you have to be able to move forward. Um, Sometimes that's really hard for people to do. And I understand that, you know, we wanted our lives to go a certain way. We wanted to spend the rest of our lives with this person. We don't want to go back and forth to court. Um, We want to have an easier time than we did before when we were married and everything was so contentious and stressed and there's arguments and a lot of aggravation. So we think all that should stop by the time we're divorced you know, but sometimes we keep coming from this emotionally charged place. This is our pot of boiling water and we don't know how to get the pot to stop boiling. Like we want the water to settle. So I think it's one of those places that's really difficult to come from. 
sometimes, you know, when we go through a divorce, we don't know how to pull back. We want to stay in this place of anger. Maybe we're still hurting. Maybe we're still upset with that person. Maybe we feel like our anger is justified or our frustration is justified. But sometimes if we pull back and we stop and we pause and we reflect on what's going within our going on within ourselves we realize that sometimes it's us making a bigger deal out of things because either we're dealing with some type of situation in our own lives is stressing us out like if it's our job or maybe we have a sick parent or we're feeling lonely and neglected because we haven't met anybody since the divorce or you know we feel anger or maybe jealousy towards that other person that we divorced because maybe they're actually moving on with their lives. And sometimes we get caught in this situation where, excuse me, my voice has just decided to go out all of a sudden. Um, Maybe we get caught in a situation where we feel that, um, we should be able to move on first because they hurt us so deeply. Or we feel that um, that person shouldn't be able to move on because of all the damage they did. Or you feel like you should be able to move on first because let's face it, sometimes when a relationship ends, we want to be the first one to move on. We want to be the one to say, ha, you know, I did it before you. I already have somebody else. So... I think it's one of those things that we can get caught up in a lot of emotion and a lot of turmoil for many different reasons. I could probably list more and more reasons that we get upset, Um, but I just wanted to go with the main ones there. I feel that a lot of times um, when we're so emotionally charged, it's because we haven't gotten over past hurts or there's something going on in our lives that's really upsetting us, but we're going to choose this avenue to go down, to vent, to be frustrated, um, because it's easier. We can lash out at that person, even though we're still super angry. Um, I've also had a family member who hasn't shown up to a family reunion in a couple of years because they're going through a divorce and they just don't feel that they can be around everybody. And I completely understand that. And I get where they're coming from. Divorce is a huge transition. Um, it's, it's a huge trigger in our lives. It's a lot of grieving, um, grieving the life that you thought that you were going to have with somebody. Um, and I think there's a lot to take on, especially if the other party is getting married and you are now dealing with a stepmother or stepfather. So it's one of those things that you can really get emotionally charged from. It's one of those things that can create a lot of electricity, a lot of friction. And I think it's important to talk about that, Um, especially when you really cared about that person. You really wanted your marriage to work and maybe they initiated the divorce or you feel as though um, they hurt you so much. How dare they move on? Or maybe they're moving on with the person that they cheated on you with. Um, there's multiple situations that can leave you emotionally charged and feeling all these feelings. And I think it's important to work out those feelings. I think it's important to, um, remember who you are and where you came from and what you're about and the good things that you still have in your life. Um, I think it gets really tricky when we stay in this place of bitterness. Like I said, bitterness 
Bitter Boulevard and Anger Avenue. When you stay in those areas and you don't move to Compassion Court and you don't move on to, you know, Grief Grove, you're you're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay on those paths because it's easier, because it's easier to hate that person than it is to step back and realize, okay, this is over. You know, we're not together anymore. This didn't work for whatever reason. So it's more difficult sometimes to move on to compassion. It's, it's harder to step back and say, this is where I'm at. This is what happened. You know, it wasn't part of my plan, but here I am. I'm going to work through it. I'm going to go through my five steps of grief. You know, I'm going to um, find a way to deal with this appropriately. And I think sometimes we forget how to do that. We forget how to um, move past that anger because it becomes like a blanket, almost like a security blanket. We forget how to step back and say, okay, I know that I'm bigger than this situation. I know that I have the wisdom. I have the guidance. I have the intelligence to deal with this situation as a human being, show some compassion, show some understanding. And it's like with my stepdaughter and her tattoo, I had to remind my husband several times, Hey, pull back where it, where is your daughter coming from? Granted, yes, her stepmother or her biological mother didn't text you or call you or have a conversation with you about this tattoo, but pull back. Don't put your daughter in the middle of this, like being angry at her because she's the one telling you this in the moment because her mother didn't. Like there's so many times that we can get caught up within our own selves and within our own feelings and we can kind of let fear um, take over. We, we have to learn how to separate ourselves sometimes and step back from the stove with all the boiling pots and say, okay, I can't possibly cover all these lids by myself. I'm going to have to turn down the heat. I'm going to have to find a way to look at this logically. I have to hit the pause button and figure out how to go about this with what I need to do. And I think sometimes that's really hard to do, especially if we've had a long day at work, if we're dealing with a lot of things that may be going on in the background. Um, and then this is just piling it on, you know, if you're dealing with an ex or if you have a lot of things going on, um, you're looking for that avenue for that anger to go down, right? You're looking for some way to make it right to release that, you know, almost that dragon of anger. You know, you're like a fire breathing dragon. You're looking for somebody to take it out on. And that's really hard to deal with. And you're probably going to hear my email pinging um, <laughs> as I'm doing this podcast. If you hear a little ping, that's my email going off. Um, so again, me trying to do the work-life balance, I'm trying to work, do a little podcast, you know, it, it's, it's, it's something to try to balance everything, right? Um, I think sometimes we as women think that we have to balance everything. Um, and I think that it's, it's a new time for us as women to pull back and say, you know what, I can't do it all. I need five minutes. 
I need to go sit in the hammock in the yard for five minutes with my margarita and chill out. Or I need to go sit in the hammock and read a book. I need to go soak my feet in the kiddie pool and just space out for a moment. Find what brings you peace. This is what I said to my friend the other day when she was we were talking about all the boiling pots on the stove. I said, what brings you peace? Ask yourself that. Um, and it, for her, it was music and going for a long drive by herself. And I think those are critical things that we have to remember sometimes when we're coming from a place that is um, so aggravating, so frustrating that we have to remember to pull back and be like, we can do this. We can recenter. We can regroup. I just need to go do this for however long, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, two hours, a whole day, who cares? We have to be able to step back from that emotionally charged place. And we have to be able to say to ourselves, we've got this. We can do this. Um, we are human beings. We have to practice grace with ourselves and give us that time to calm down and to realize that we're human beings and things are going to be upsetting to us. And there's, and not everybody's going to communicate the way that we communicate. And that's what we expect sometimes as human beings. We think that everybody's going to think like us. Or we think that everybody has that program like we do about being considerate and thoughtful and understanding, but that's not what happens sometimes. And it's, and it's something that can cause us to be more emotionally charged, to be more frustrated, to be more aggravated than what we should be. So we have to step back from that place and we have to realize, okay, I have all these pots boiling on the stove. Let me put a lid on one and let me move forward and see what I can do. Let me, let me pull back from this place of aggravation and frustration. Let me pull back. Then I'm going to put a lid on another pot and I'm going to be able to continue to do this because I think sometimes we have this philosophy where we have to do everything all at once and we can't do that. Like it sounds really good in theory and I've tried to do it and sometimes is I make things way harder on myself or I screw something up or I make a bunch of mistakes or I forget something in the process of trying to do 20 million things. So I think it's important that we step back and say, I can't do it all right now. I'm going to focus on this one boiling pot. Then I'm going to move on to the next. Or if we have to back away from the stove completely, that's totally fine too. I think sometimes we have to realize that we have to pull back. That we have to realize where the other person is coming from instead of just talking about our needs. I think sometimes we have a, a thing in society where we want to just focus on our needs because we're told about self-love and self-care. And I think sometimes the wires get crossed. Um, so if you have a lot of pots boiling on your stove, don't be afraid to pull back. Don't be afraid to say, I need a minute. I need to find my peace. I need to go for a long drive. I need to listen to music. I need to go soak my feet in the kiddie pool for five minutes. Whatever it is you need to do, it's okay. Pull back. Don't answer a text or an email or a phone call from an emotionally charged place. Circle back around. Try to understand where the other person's coming from. And you will more than likely calm down at that point. And hitting the pause button is so important. And I have another um, podcast episode that I did on that about practicing the pause. You can go back to that one. I'm not sure what number it is, but practicing the pause is pretty important and pulling back and realizing that you can't do everything all at once. 
and hopefully this helps somebody who's going through something where they're trying to pull back or they're trying to understand where the other person is coming from. And sometimes that's really difficult to do because we just want all the boiling pots to stop. We just want to turn everything off and walk away, but sometimes that's not possible. We have to find ourselves um, and what works for us in finding those moments. So if you're dealing with a boiling pot situation, I completely understand.